is the Cheap Jump Shots Podcast with your hosts, Matt Sidney and Chad Cohen. Hello, and welcome to the Cheap Jump Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Sidney. Getting shots up with me in the gym is Chad Cohen. Chad, what's going on, big guy? How are we doing? How are we doing? We're doing all right. We're doing all right. Um, it's a fine Monday evening, and I would like to start off with breaking brews with some breaking news. Jalen Brown has been traded to the Brooklyn Nets, and Kevin Durant is now a Boston Celtic. Wow. And uh, Breaking brews. Breaking brews, baby. Um, so your boy's got Abyssal Brothers, nothing gold. It's ah. A- it's a double IPA. Uh, it's phenomenal. So one thing we want to start doing is uh, each podcast, we're hoping to try a new beer each time. Both Matt and I are huge beer fanatics, craft beer snobs. And so he's got a Bissell Brothers up in Maine. Nope. Great brewery. And I'm drinking a big peach from uh, Treehouse. Nice. Get that peach. Big Peach. Big Peach. All about the Peach. peach. Like Mario Kart. One of the best characters, some may say. Uh, I was going to say, like the insinuation of butt cheeks. I knew you were going there, Matt. That's where I always go, chat. You like my Big Peach. Uh, Yours more than most. (laughs) So you're you're starting off the podcast. There was a huge trade that went down. Yeah, huge trade. Huge trade. SMH, um, Matt. SMH, Chad. Yeah, dude. Um, woke up this morning. Boston Celtics entered the sweepstakes for Kevin Durant. I was like, oh, no. No, no, no. So, what, what's – where are you at? What plan are you on? Where's your mind at? What's, what are your thoughts? I, I don't know where what the fuck start. What the fuck is going on? Hey, okay, I want to start here. A couple things that I've heard was that these are talks that have been semi-ongoing. They were brought up before. Now they're coming out more so now. So who knows what's actually going on? Right. Um, I don't know what to actually think. But given the news in front of us and what's going on, what's been told now, I'll say that my first thoughts are obviously, please, God, no, no. No, 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 no. God, no. I don't want KD on the team. I love our core. I love what we have. We just made an awesome run. That's like the homer in me. I want us. I want to like take down the Giants. I want to. I wanted to beat LeBron James when he was in, the, in like in Cleveland. We didn't. And like I wanted to take down the Nets. You know, with KD, Kyrie, that super team, quote unquote. So to me, I just, I don't want to become like the, you know, 2016, 2017 Warriors. Let's just grab KD. Like that's always going to be a parallel. That's like my initial thoughts. What about you? Thoughts and prayers for Jalen Brown. (laughs) Just this poor guy. I feel like if he was in any other market, he wouldn't get as much shit as he gets from the Boston media. I don't know why they hate him so much and like why he's just so disregarded as a star in this league. 
listen, you got Kevin Durant on this team giving up Derek White, Jalen Brown, and a couple first-round picks. They're the favorites coming out of the East. Just, I mean, that's the reality. You know, uh, Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant offensive pairing with Malcolm Brogdon, Marcus Smart, Rob Williams, Al Horford as your supporting cast. Um, that would be incredible. I don't care. I know you're much more of a legacy guy than I am. I don't care. You win championships or you don't win championships. That's how championships work. I don't, I don't think it's like, Oh no, they might compare it to the warriors. Like, Oh, you mean like arguably the best team in NBA history? Oh no. Could you imagine if they got compared to the best team in NBA history? Like, I don't care. I just, you were two games away from winning the finals last year when you, when there was obvious depth pieces missing that you, that you addressed this off season. So how's this Jalen Brown has two years left on his deal. Kevin Durant has four on his run it with this team this year. Say you don't win the championship. Say you lose to the bucks in the Eastern conference finals or, you know, maybe Philly, they'll never get out of the second round, Miami in the second round. You know what I mean? Then, then, maybe explore, but like you just got there and you have two of the best wings in the NBA. What, what the fuck are we doing? Also like who's to say that Katie doesn't come on this team and just fucking crater everything. I think that that's, you make up, you brought up a lot of the, if the Celtics get him, I'm obviously still going to root for them. We're going to be a juggernaut. No, nope. it would be kind of exciting a bit. Nope. But we like, become, we become Magic fans. Magic fans? No, we become Nets fans all of a sudden. Oh, dude, Nets all the way. Uh, no, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. Um, but, like, you bring up a good point in the sense of it, 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 we're, we're trading a foundational piece, and we were on the cusp. We addressed the depth, like you're saying. Obviously, KD's, like, a generational talent, but I don't know if, A, he's how long his health is going to stay on par for him to really contribute throughout yep. the length of that contract and he just wanted to go to the nets that was his preferred destination in the entire nba went there with his best friend and two years into it has decided i don't want to be there so that doesn't give me much faith if he has never mentioned the celtics as like a team he wanted to go to i know he met with us you know five years ago or whatever that was but i don't know if he wants to come to us now are you really going to throw away what we know is a really great core for the potential of KD? And like you said, he may not jive. Kyrie didn't jive with their guys. We don't know what, like, I think KD is much more of a passive star. So I do think he can fit in any system, but. His game, his game is plug and play, right? I mean, his attitude, you know, might be hit or miss, but his, his play on the court is, is plug and play. There's no team that Kevin Durant doesn't go to that he doesn't fit their system. Right, I mean, is that just doesn't happen? His offensive skill set is just too good, arguably the best of all time. That it just won't wouldn't work out. I can I toss out a little bit of a conspiracy theory. Yes. You know who the winner in all of this is? Sean Marks in the Brooklyn Nets. You know who leaked this information? Sean fucking Marks from the Brooklyn Nets. You know why? Because if I'm Jalen Brown, I'm already getting fucking hated on by the fucking fans in the city that, I'm, that I play for that should love me most. If I, and I hear about this shit, I send out a tweet that says SMH, 
shaking my head. Who's to say that he doesn't just go, get me the fuck out of here now? Like, why, why am I here? Like, you don't want me here. You're actively trying. Kevin Durant has had a colossal fuck of a season on the Brooklyn Nets. And you are opting to inquire about that over this championship run that we just had. Instead of backing your fucking guys, which it looked like they were doing by adding Danilo Gallinari, by adding Malcolm Brogdon, and just completely fuck him in the back. And I'm telling, Sean Marks has weaseled his way into being an anonymous source to do this because Jalen Brown's you know, already had like a bit of a rocky tenure. If he can make ways also, this also drives the fucking price of Kevin Durant up significantly because the best trade ship for Kevin Durant is Jalen Brown. And so now if you're the Toronto Raptors, it's like, well, maybe we do include, you know, Scotty Barnes. You know, if you're Miami, maybe you do figure out, you know, maybe, I mean, obviously the Bam uh, and Ben situation has to be figured out because of contracts, like maybe you do include Bam now. So I think this is all Sean Marks doing to drive the bidding war up and also to fuck the Celtics because the Celtics <laughs> fucked them uh, by getting Jalen Brown in the fucking first place. So I'm, that's my, never, that's my out of the box thought process. I love that. I've never, I did not think of the angle of Sean Marks leaking it. It makes a lot of sense that like they need He's a sneaky a cunt. He's a sneaky they cunt. Need, they need to create a bidding war on their end because no one else is. It's like middle of the summer, like no one's going to throw out the best offer right now. It makes a lot of sense. I think again, so another thing I wanted to touch on was the fact that we talk about a lot of times people say, and we see with KD where he's now demanding a trade with four years left in a contract. Unheard of. We see that happen again and again now, never like this length of a contract, but maybe two years out, you know, a year, like four years ago, maybe someone would like demand a trade going into the last year. Then it was like a year and a half at the trade deadline. Now it's like two years out. It's always like spreading back and back. So you're not guaranteed anyone for any amount of time through a contract right now, it seems like. That's what the NBA has become. But to like your point of that, I mean, you have seemed to have put, or the Celtics did, seem to have put a lot of trust in this core. You build up loyalty that way. You show that you believe in Jalen Brown. You show that you believe in Jason Tatum. That causes those guys to want to stay, I think. So Jalen Brown does have two years left on that contract, but I have to think that if we said, Hey, we just made this finals run. We believe in you guys. Why would he want to leave a competitive team that people believe in you? Let me toss out an even longer term picture for you. Kind of picking back off that. Right. Yeah. So say you do trade for Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's got four years left on his deal. You know, who also has four years left on his deal. Jason Tatum. When Kevin Durant's contract is done, he'll be 37 years old. Let's see how healthy he is by that time. Well, guess what? Now that Jalen Brown is only 29, 30 years old, Tatum's going to be 28, 29. Everyone knows that Jason Tatum loves Los Angeles, loves Los Angeles. Lakers loves Kobe Bryant. Maybe him and Grant Williams' relationship since they're best friends. Maybe Grant just goes, hey, man, I'm staying in Boston. Tatum's like, that's enough for me. Um, There's also a very big reality that when Kevin Durant leaves, uh, when his contract's done, you know, there's no – you never know what's going to happen, but just say like, you know, when that fizzles, there's a very realistic chance that Tatum goes, Hey, the championship window here is over. Now I can go follow my mentor, my idol and try to become the next great Laker and leave Boston to the Los Angeles, Lakers, which would be the shittiest 
feeling in the world. So I just think I've been lauding Brad Stevens for all the moves that he's made over the past year and a half as the executive of basketball operations. This, this strikes me as a really stupid move. I think that there are, I don't, I'm not trying to like read too much into it here, but like very, if I'm Jalen Brown, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. You I mean? The, the furthest I ever competed was in college athletics, but like, if I heard that like my coach was like, Hey, we're going to trade Matt to like, like fucking Marquette, you know, for somebody else, I'm getting the fuck off the team. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't want to be here anymore. And so like, like you said, it's player, it's player um, empowerment now. So like Jalen Brown does have two years left in his deal. What if he turns around and just goes, Hey, I'm going to hold out now because I want to get the fuck off this team. And now, now what do you do? Now, now do you like give into the demands of the nets and give them include Marcus smart because now Jalen Brown's trade value is kind of tarnished. I just, I just think this was a stupid, it seemed like Brad was building this team literally to keep the Jays together for a run back at the finals next year. And then I just feel like he just fucked that up in one stupid phone call or apparently negotiations that have been going on previously, you know, several times. So I I don't know. I'll say this. I mean, it's, it's not outrageous for every single team to have tossed out a trade possibility to the Nets. No, I didn't. I don't love that Jalen Brown is included in talks, but as a Celtics fan, we are talking almost like a win-win where we're saying we get KD, we become arguably the top team in the East. I think at that point, like definitively, I would think on paper, at least, um, obviously things don't always go to plan, but like, then you think of what Brad Stevens has done to allow us the depth to trade Marcus Smart or Derek White to bring in KD along with Jalen Brown, or we keep Jalen Brown and hopefully things go well in that sense. You're, you're so itching to say I, something. I'm itching to say something. I have two things to say. The difference between that is for the Toronto Raptors, right? Who want to go Kevin Durant? They make it known, right? Everyone's going to inquire about him. But they're not including, they said off the bat, no Scotty Barnes. They're not including Pascal Siakam. They're not including Fred Van Vliet, right? Sure, OG Ananobi is a nice piece and probably Gary Trent Jr. And maybe Precious Achua. But like those cornerstone players, they're not moving. The Suns are not including Devin Booker, Chris Paul. They won't include DeAndre Ayton. The Heat have stood pat on Jimmy, on Bam Adebayo. All these teams have stood pat on their one, two players, sometimes even one, two, three. And the Celtics come out and go, Jalen Brown's probably like a one B to Tatum's one A. And so for them, I think it's, I think it's a little bit different in terms of that package coming back. And yes, every team is going to inquire about it, but the Denver Nuggets are not going to give up Nikola Jokic to get them. And not that Jalen Brown is Nikola Jokic, but you know what I mean? I'm, I'm I'm trying to just emphasize and highlight that like the Raptors flat out came out. We're not, they're not going to do that. And also, this is what bothered me about Brad Stevens not using the $17 million player exception, because if you did have to include Marcus Smart in the deal and you really wanted to get Kevin Durant and you had the opportunity to get extra depth, because even if you do it for Derek White and Jalen Brown and then Grant Williams, say you do it for Grant Williams, Jalen Brown and Derek White in like picks. Now Peyton Pritchard is your backup guard and you could have had an opportunity to get one impact player, if not two with the $17 million. 
So I just overall, I don't know. I'm just, I just don't, I know Jalen Brown's one of my favorite players in the league, man. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him go, especially to Brooklyn. Especially right. to Brooklyn. I, I, I will say to this, I like half disagree with the sentiment of if we trade Derek white, Jalen Brown, then Pritchard's like the backup. I think that like he didn't, Stevens didn't need to use the 17 mil because we do have like the smart Brogdon white combo. So we just need to keep two out of the three. In, in this in this hypothetical trade we're talking about, right. to me, he's allowed us the opportunity to keep two out of the three so we can lose a Marcus Smart and plug Brogdon into the starting lineup. The issue now is then health. Health of Brogdon, health of KD, all these hypothetical health things. That That's why to me, again, well, Chad, I, want, well, Chad, I, then- I love this core. And I want I think that this is a core that can compete and is healthy for the most part, other than our, like Rob. Chad, then your bench is one guard. Your bench is either Derek White or Marcus Smart or Malcolm Brogdon. Like you, you oh, like you literally have no. We, what, what are you arguing? We, oh, we sacrifice depth. Pritchard will have to get minutes, and it'll right. make us like a seven-eight man lineup again in the playoffs. I, I understand that. Well, no. What should, what, I, what I was insinuating was that when you do that, it should be Brogdon, Smart, Tatum, Katie, Rob. I think you reserve Al Horford to the bench, and then Peyton Pritchard's your guard off the bench. I don't think that you should be having. Tatum is your shooting guard. Kevin Durant is your small forward. Al is your four. And Rob is your five with Marcus Smart running the point. That was, that was where I was coming from when I was saying that Pritchard's the first. He'd be the only mm-hmm. guard depth piece. And you had an opportunity to use $17 million on anybody who makes under $17 million in the league. And I know this is all hypothetical, but, you know, uh, that's, just, that's just where my mind goes. Yeah. Just, no, you bring up a good point because I think of us always having Brown Tatum at the 2-3, so – in this fake world where we have KD, he's not a he's not a combo guard or like a he's pretty much a really a four, a three four, and Tatum's a three four too. So you bring up a good point. <laughs> Yay! I hope they don't fucking get him. That's where I'm at with this. Same, I'm with you. Just run it back, man, for at least, just at least one year. I that's a at I don't understand that. Year. Just we we're two games away. And I, have you been listening to everybody blowing like their fucking assholes about like Grant Williams saying we were the better team? He went on to Duncan Robinson's podcast, which like it, it, he said that we were, that he felt that they were the better team, but they lacked discipline. I don't think that that is outrageous. I think that you can you can be the more maybe they weren't the better team. I guess maybe that's the wording. They were the more talented team, like top to bottom ish, but they did lack discipline. I don't think that's outrageous to say. People are freaking out. It's an aside. I just, it, it pissed me off. Like he should be saying that you should feel like the better team. We were, we did lack discipline and that goes into it. Lacking discipline is part of the overall picture. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the terminology and I think that you yeah, got it right. It's, it's, it's the, it's the better because they weren't better. If you were better, you would have won. Exactly. I mean, yeah. That's just, that's just, that's just how, that's how being better works. It's the talent. Um, it's yes. Yeah, the talent level. It's like, yeah. Um, but also that's also tough to navigate too, because it's like, I don't know, man. It's, but no, I didn't, I didn't hear about all the backlash. I just, I did hear Grant Williams go on and say that they were the better team. Yeah. I did. Dis, I did disagree with it. Um, okay. Cause better teams it's, win. That's yeah. Okay. So, but it's a, I, I think, yeah, but I think that like, it doesn't take some, like, I think it, unless he really did mean he was the better team, but I think what he was saying is they were the more talented. They felt like they had that chance and they blew it. Yeah. I think that's what he was really saying was right. we blew it. Also, yeah, because like 
<laughs> yeah, you turn the ball over 40 times a fucking game. You're not the better team. Yeah. You might be more t- You might be more talent talented. Doesn't win, ta- talent doesn't win championships. We've, we've seen yeah. that time and again. Yep, and that's a saying that, that has passed through time. All right, and that'll do it for us here on the hardwood. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Cheap Jumps Podcast. Sign off. Peace out. Love you guys. Cheap, 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 cheap